0: Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where do, you go? Where do you go?
1: Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into the Wednesday episode of Inside the 20 with myself and Keith Niebuhr. We will do our absolute best to get as much recruiting tell, intel to you inside the 20-minute mark. I'm joined, as I always am, by Mr. Keith Niebuhr. How you doing, big dog?
0: I'm good, man. What's going on? Oh,
1: you know, just trying to keep up with the transfers, man. We've got about one week <laughs> left before uh, the last day for Auburn University to add classes. We've seen a couple of, uh, of additions, Keith, since we were last on here Monday. We saw the running back from South Florida, Brian Battee, not Batty, Battee, uh commit, sign with Auburn. We've seen Avery Jones come out of the shadows, flip his commitment from Illinois to Auburn, uh, was there any other uh Nick Martiner, I believe, yeah. Yeah. since committed uh, Auburn is up to ten transfers. Last I checked, Keith, coming on, Auburn currently sits at number three in the team rankings, transfer team rankings uh, behind UCLA at number one and, and Rhett Lashley, your boy Rhett Lashley, Keith, at number
0: two. Yeah, and FSU also in there. So there's some there's some real, you know, and and for those that say one person's trash is another person's treasure. Just look at FSU. This is a team that had like three or four straight losing seasons. Hit big in the portal last year, specifically with Jared Verse, the uh, the talented rush end uh, edge guy, and that really boosted their program. I think they just won ten games. Now some of those wins weren't you know against great teams and weren't that pretty, but ten wins is ten wins. That's yeah. And so they they did that largely through the portal. So it can be done. That should really be the guide for Auburn. Hey, look what they did this is what we can do. And, and, uh, and Auburn's doing really well so far. And I got to tell you, Jeffrey, th- this portal is so hard for us to follow and very hard for the colleges because think about Brett, Brett Bielema, the coach at Illinois, who has Avery Jones, the center commit uh, center transfer, excuse me, from East Carolina locked up for weeks. He enters the portal December 2nd, 10 days later, after an official visit to Illinois, he commits to Illinois. He's all ready to go. He's packed his bags. He's, He's on his way to, to from Greenville, North Carolina, up to, uh, up to Champaign in Illinois. And then all of a sudden, he gets a last-minute phone call from Hugh Freeze and uh, Auburn's offensive line coach, Jake Thornton. And next thing you know, he's visiting Auburn. And a few days later, we'll get into this, he's yeah. committed to Auburn. So even for college coaches out there, it's, it's incredibly frustrating and hard to track right now. You'd, these transfers are keeping things close to the vest, and it's happening quick in high school. A kid can take a visit to Auburn in June, have that sugar high off the visit, Jeffrey, and instead of committing, they take their time back off, think about things, and then a couple months later do something. Well, right now these transfers have very little time to digest digest everything. Every visit's great, right? right. Every everything's got their head spinning, and they're making quick decisions um, that that um, they don't have a lot of time. And so it's it's been really it's been absolutely like the wild wild west the last few weeks.
1: Yeah, and it's important to say that. When, when, when a high school kid or a JUCO kid signs a national letter of intent, it's a done deal. Yeah. You know, that's not the case with transfers. It's not a done deal. And, and, and I probably should be more careful on Twitter when I see Auburn announcing signings of guys and I'm saying done deal. That's not accurate. Uh, I got to thinking about that last night. That's not accurate. It's not a, uh, It's not a done deal with these guys until they walk into the classroom.
0: Yeah. And you can – and theoretically, so people say, oh, well, he's enrolled at classes. There's no law that says you can't enroll at nine different schools.
1: Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, before.
0: You know, so it, it's crazy right now. But again, Hugh Freeze and company—they're addressing their needs. And we said this the other day, Jeffrey, on our Monday show. We're recording Wednesday now. If you look at the roster now, as compared to four weeks ago, there's significant improvement. We thought maybe they they get ten or twelve starters from the portal, but when you and when you look at the list of guys they have committed from the portal right now, there's ten guys more than half of them are probably going to be starting. And so, yeah, you. you know, and, and with more coming. And then you've got – there'll be some attrition after spring. There'll be guys that don't like the new staff or jive with the new staff and and vice versa. Other guys will be hitting the portal at other schools. So um, they're still going to – I mean, we need, we'll – come August, we'll have never seen roster turnover, roster change like this in our lifetime at Auburn. You know what I mean?
1: We're, <laughs> getting, the next, you know? we're going to get into some of these new guys, some of these new additions. Before we do, I had yep. a guy ask me about uh, wanting to buy a new car, man. I sent him to Caleb Schofield. He is our man. It should be your man if you're looking for a new car. He is at Mike Patton Auto on the Fayette Parkway in LaGrange, Georgia. Give Caleb Schofield a call if you're looking for a new Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and the Hondas. Give him a call. they got a fantastic used car lot. All used cars must pass a multi-point inspection and then back all those cars, free three-month, 3,000-mile 3, warranty, and the new cars come even more guaranteed with a new, with a free lifetime power chain warranty, unlimited miles, unlimited time. Give him a call, Caleb Schofield, 334 996 Tell him we sent you. Do some good. Uh, Keith, let's see. Last night, you talked a little bit about Avery Jones, and I kind of wanted to, no. uh, you know, you talk about last minute. I read- Your story this morning on Avery Jones. Uh, Justin Hopeson did a great job with the interview there last night. But, you know, here he is packing up to go to Illinois. He gets a call Sunday. Sunday's the last day before the dead period for for transfers. And, of course, they can resume visits this weekend. But as far as this week goes, it's 5 o'clock on Sunday. Um, I think that was about the time I got Brian Bettee after he left his little short one-day visit. You know, it looks like everything's done for uh, until uh, before the dead period starts. This guy gets a a call Sunday afternoon, jumps on a plane, flies to Auburn or gets to Auburn. He's got about four or five hours before midnight in the start of the dead period. Auburn gets him in, impresses him enough to where he and Keith, I'd never heard of the guy. Mm -hmm. I was not aware of it. You know, he was going to Illinois, didn't know Auburn's interest in him.
0: The only reason I heard about him was because our I used to work at twenty four seven and they have a really solid East Carolina site and and uh, Stephen the writer there had been had written about him a few times and knew he was a good player but didn't know so when it when he committed Auburn I was like okay it rang a bell but didn't even know he was on Auburn's radar. Jeffrey they actually started talking to him Saturday but couldn't get him to visit Saturday so then it became available Sunday so go ahead I interrupted you there
1: I just thought it was you know yeah. the day was over with Sunday it was yeah. dark sun went down. Christian Clemente and I had, had gotten in our last interview. Went home thinking everything's done. We know who's visited. We know who hasn't. And which is why, why I had no idea about the yeah, skip. Late Sunday night and before midnight, you get him gone. And then what was it? Was it Tuesday he committed?
0: Yeah, you know. And it's like you guys are sitting there thinking, okay, we finally got our arms around this thing, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. God, God bless you guys. You finally got your arms around this whole transfer portal thing. And, you know, but <coughs> Auburn has the need, right? So you got Tate Johnson coming back at center, but that's one guy. I mean, we've talked about, <coughs> excuse me, improving your rooms, right? So you need two guys at every position along that offensive line. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're fortunate, you'll have that many guys. Ten guys would be great. Ten guys that can play. <coughs> but they really felt like that was too big of a need and when they evaluate to, to pass by and then, you know, when they evaluated him, he told us, he said that uh, we talk, talking to our coworker worker Justin Okinson He said they said that I can do things that not a lot of centers can do. Uh, you know, he has a pretty good pedigree, he was a four star recruit coming out of high school, side with North Carolina. That didn't work out. Transferred over to East Carolina, which is kind of one of those little programs that survives year after year and, and, and usually puts out a pretty good product. And East Carolina's got plenty of guys in the NFL um and when I say little program I mean they're not super little they play in a 60,000 seat stadium nice setup over in Greenville but you know this was a chance he thought he had that he thought he was realizing a lifelong goal by going to the Big Ten and and Auburn was able to swoop in and he zoomed with the strength coach I mean they had to cram everything into a short period he's zooming with the strength strength coach he's zooming with the uh the nutritionist he's meeting with Hugh Freeze and Jake Thornton the new offensive line coach and uh And they're telling them about what they're going to do on offense and they don't have, you know, what, what they don't have and what they do have. And, and it just all lined up and, you know, lo and behold now Auburn has three really solid offensive linemen. Am I missing any out of the transfer portal? You got Connor Britton, a tackle, Dylan Wade, a tackle who maybe could play guard. And then you've got this young guy. Now they missed on some guys. You're not going to get every guy. We said they lost out on an offensive lineman to Florida last night. Uh, They're recruiting other guys that they're not going to get. It's, It's an absolute feeding frenzy right now. The Florida states of the world are battling for every guy. Florida has big needs. Miami's going and grabbing guys. But when you look at what Auburn's done, it's been significant. So the offensive line now, with Jeremiah right back and maybe in Cam Stutz, and you're saying, okay, all of a sudden it's – now you've got a a visualization of the first string, right? And uh, it looks like a better first string than last year, quite frankly. Um, Yeah,
1: you know, if you just look at the you, – you, you've got uh, Azevian Miller, you've got Jeremiah Wright, you've got Avery Jones, you've got Dylan Wade, you've got Gunnar Britton. There's five guys right there with, with with multi-year experience coming back that you would think, at, at least on paper, are your five best linemen, right?
0: Well, Azevian Miller is the only one I don't know because he's coming from – Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, they, they signed him thinking he was you – know got to have a chance to start. And if not, he sits for one year and probably starts next year. You right. know, that's sit, But he wouldn't, you know, if he's not in the starting rotation. So, you know, and they still have work to do on the offensive line. I, I think you're going to see. And, and also, we shouldn't forget, there are guys returning that could make that jump. Eston Harris, uh, Garner Langlo, Colby Smith. Uh, there are guys on the roster that it's foreseeable that they could make that jump. Okay. I mean, again, I always point back to Robert Leff. Everybody thought Auburn was dead in the water when he was going to have to start that one year at right tackle. He was pretty damn good. It, it just took good. a while to get there. Uh, in fact, I mean, you know, I haven't had too many right, right tackles as good as him since then. I guess uh, Driscoll and, and Wienega, uh, I guess Driscoll was the right tackle, was, was solids too. So, but I mean, you just never really know. And also if you have four solid guys, And you put out a guy, the fifth guy maybe isn't where he needs to be. The other four can kind of pick him up a little bit too. Not, not all five are going to be studs at any given given day, you know, and this guy, Avery Jones, he started the last two years at center for East Carolina, but the year before that, Jeffrey, he started, I think at guard. So if Tate Johnson makes this big ascension, because really he played out of, I don't want to say desperation last year, but that's probably the right word. That's not a knock on him at all. We love the kid, you know that, but, uh, You know, Nick Brahms was hurt. He wasn't supposed to have to play to to have to play next year. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at choppacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com
0: welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply our last year excuse me it wasn't it wasn't a situation where they expected him and so he came in and did an admirable job but now you can you can say okay if he's ready to make that jump and be a true starter then we can move avery jones to a guard position and if not then he can be a valuable backup until he's ready. So they're going to have more options. Yeah, you know, obviously you got to stay healthy and all that. That goes without saying. But um, you know, Dylan Wade looks like a guy, number 20 offensive tackle in the, in the transfer portal. Jeffrey, he looks like a guy that could maybe play guard or tackle. Yeah. So there's some flexibility there. And, again, I don't think they're done. And, and we know right. they're probably not because we thought the other day, we thought when we woke up yesterday that they may be done for this early period on the offensive line. A guy we had been thinking, what, what's the name of the lineman for Baylor that picked Florida? That's the guy we thought they had a chance to land. Chance. Yeah. And and I'm telling you, a couple hours before he committed, Jeffrey, the writers in Gainesville said that yeah, Florida's not in this. And then he commits to Florida. Everybody thought he was going to Nebraska. So it is just, it's not just reporters, believe me. It's uh, it's coaches wondering where guys are going, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a little tricky right now. But again, Auburn has done a bang-up job. I mean, t- uh, with 21 commits now from the high school and JUCO level and then 10 transfer guys with still room for many more guys. People always say, how many more can they take? Well, we had been told last fall they could maybe go up to 45. Now, I, I-, I guess they were figuring on certain attrition, and that staff's gone, or there's a new staff there. But basically, here's the way I look at it, Jeff. I'm not even looking at the final number. The NCA says you can sign as many as you want <laughs> this year, as long as you don't go over the 85 total. What I'm looking at is – can Auburn sign a guy if they need him? If they if they absolutely need a guy in a position, could they sign him? Yes. So that's all I need to know. Yeah, right. That's all I need to know. they need two quarterbacks, they have room to go get two quarterbacks. The numbers are not an issue. People kind of right. need to get that out of their head. If yes. they feel like they've got 11 more guys, they'll, they'll sign 11 more guys and jettison a few guys from the current roster if they have to to get the 85 number in line. It's not an issue. If they find guys, they're going to go get them.
1: Speaking of not being th- not being finished, we've got a couple of guys we're still looking at who we know have visited Auburn. Uh, Damian George, the, the offensive tackle, could probably play guard as well from Alabama, has visited. He's supposed to make an announcement this coming weekend. Uh, Bryson Green visited. I think – I don't know that there's a lot of hope or what with him. I know him and Spencer Sanders are probably going to be locked into the same school. Ole Miss getting some buzz there. Justin Rogers, the defensive lineman from Kentucky – visited last weekend. He's supposed to uh, announce this weekend as well. So still some – I'm curious to see what happens with Austin Keys, Keith, the the linebacker from Ole Miss. Will Auburn make a push for him? They've already got Demario Tolan uh, from LSU, but he's kind of a younger guy. Uh, he's got three years of experience. Austin Keys has SEC experience. Wanting to see if, uh, if Auburn makes a move for him. Defensive backs, I don't think there's anybody else on the radar right now. Probably going – I don't know that that's a huge need – you know, Auburn and most of these positions are looking at the portal and going, Will this guy upgrade our room? If yeah. so, then let's make a move for him. And it's, it's not about, Hey, we've got 12 here, we don't need any more. No, well, is that bottom 12 better than the guy that's in the portal? Because if not, they're going to try to replace that guy and, and up that floor.
0: And, and also, Jeffrey, if you and I are playing DB <coughs> at, um, let's say, Texas. And there's a new DB coach. Well, we'll say FSU. FSU's got a new DB coach. They just hired him. And we're DBs, So I've got a cold here. (coughs) And uh, we go through spring and we just don't like the guy or just doesn't fit. Or all of a sudden we've lost our starting jobs and we don't know why. There's going to be more guys entering the portal after spring practice. And also after spring practice, Auburn will have had a few weeks to really uh, analyze what they have and don't have. Right what they what their needs are and what they what they don't where they don't have needs. So they'll be able to then circle the wagons at the end and and kind of reset things and say, um, uh, okay, now we probably need a guy here, a guy here, a guy, you know what I mean? So there's still plenty of time, but you have to like the direction they're headed and like what they've done over the last four weeks. Um but there's gonna be make no make no mistake about this, there's going to be um uh, plenty of good players enter the portal after spring practice. Oh, yeah. It might not be I mean, there's just so many coaching changes and guys just are like, ah, man, you know, I don't know. I, I got one more season at Wofford. I love Wofford. But God, I'm the best guy on the team. I'm the best guy in the conference. I could go to the SEC. And so there's going to be some of that, too. Uh, as draft, you know, new draft boards come out and a guy at Bethune-Cookman or Florida A&M or Tusculum or, you know, Cal San Diego, where they start saying, well, wait a second, I'm on all these draft boards. I'd like one final year at a Power 5 program. So there's going to be a lot of that, too. And we've seen that in the past. We saw it with Jack Driscoll, who was at, you know, not a, a lower level, but he was a, at UMass, and it was just like, yeah, I want to be at a bigger school. I want to be at a big program.
1: You know, I see what I can do.
0: Yeah. So I think there's going to be plenty of that, too. I think, um, you know, again, Auburn may go through spring practice and say, you know what? We're better at this position than we thought we'd be. We, we're fine here. Or they may say, <clears throat> I'll give you an example. The tight end room to me and you probably looks pretty damn good. Yeah. All these guys are back. But what if some of these guys don't necessarily fit what they want to do? Now, they might. I'm just saying, but let's, for argument's sake. So you may say, well, you already got Rivaldo Fairweather. But, boy, I don't know. You got all these big guys. Maybe we need one more lean guy. So there's there's things that could Pop up as well. It kind of works both ways, but
1: yeah. Uh, you know. Hey, Keith, one one other guy, uh, offensive lineman that visited, Walter Rouse from Stanford, he visited <laughs> back in December. Auburn's kind of slipped, or at least, yeah, that seems to be the the buzz. He's going to make an announcement soon, either mm-hmm. today or tomorrow. Um, I don't think Auburn made his final cut. I read a story from all three. It was uh, mm-hmm. Nebraska, Iowa, and.
0: Oklahoma, I think. Oklahoma, and we think it's going to be between maybe between Nebraska and, and Oklahoma. Watch them pick Iowa, but yeah, I mean Auburn's got two tackles, uh, <clears throat> and also I think the fact that he's one semester away from graduating from was an you know there's all every school's got their own qualifications. You're like how could a guy at Stanford not how couldn't they make that work out? That's the the Harvard of the West. There's always something, believe me. But uh yeah, we don't we don't project him to go to Auburn. But again, with what they've done, Gunnar Britton, the number three tackle in the portal, and Dylan Wade the number twenty tackle in the portal. Uh, I mean, I hard to complain. You and, know and I think
1: Dylan Wade's probably or at least Auburn, I think, is thinks Dylan Wade's better than the number twenty
0: tackle. Well, I mean, yeah, and, and well, I'll give you an example. Well, first of all, who did you beat out to land him? Well, they beat out Southern Cal. Which, by the way, is cleaning up in the in the portal too. They're
1: number and, five.
0: Yeah, coming off of a you know ten win season, and then he, he's ranked Dylan Wade's ranked behind a guy like Tommy Brockermeyer, <laughs> who never did anything at Bama. Uh, yeah, look, Bama's Bama. Is not knocking the kid. He's had injuries. He's had, but that ranking sort of off his high school potential, basically. Right. So you know, but mm-hmm. production wise, Dylan Wade. Uh, and again, I people are going to be like, oh, you're knocking Brockermeyer. No, love the kid. Think he's fantastic, but he's been injured. But Dylan Wade's produced already, so uh, you know, um, yeah. I mean, t- I, I mean, you got to be pleased. You got to be pleased. That's now true. it's going to be a jump up, obviously, for Western Kentucky and Tulsa. But those pro, they play big teams every year. They those guys know what it, they know what they're going up against when they're on the playing for those teams. I mean, Gunnar Britton played at Auburn. You know what I mean? He knows he went up against Auburn's D line. I'd love to know what he thought about Auburn's D line last year.
1: Well, Derek Hall gave him a couple of shoves. I, I do remember that. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought Cole had a great breakdown on Gunner-Britain against Auburn. Um, did fairly well, according to Cole, and Cole knows, knows a lot more about it than we do. Yeah. Um, but I think moving forward, we're going to see – Auburn's got, by my count, Keith, two or three official visits left in this class. Right. Um, this weekend is going to be kind of a last-ditch effort. We don't see a lot of high school movement as far as the February signing day.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not saying there's something's gonna pop up, I'm sure. sure absolutely. You know, it'll be like a tight end or something like that that sort of played one season of football and was a basketball player and so nobody knows about it. it's Something will pop up. Obviously, linebacker. Yep. Yeah. You know, you know what, you know what Kevin Steele used to tell us. Remember, he'd come down and talk to us that like it was so hard to find true linebackers that what you basically do is go find some athletic freak and just teach him how to play ball. Yeah. So maybe there's something like that, you know what I mean? I, but right now we don't have my, my, many names.
1: Yeah, right now I think we're uh, keeping an eye on the Keys kid from uh, Ole Miss, to see if he'll visit this weekend. Yeah, uh, Damian George, obviously, uh, Justin Rogers, another guy that we're going to be keeping an eye on. Uh, so there's still a lot to going on, a lot going on with Alden before last day to add is January the 18th. We're going to be working this weekend. Seeing who's coming in. There's going to be some juniors coming in the month of January. Some 2024 guys. We're going to be keeping an eye on that. Hope everybody, if you're not already, get signed up to Auburn Live on three. We've got a special continuing 29.99 right now. Not a penny more until next September, and uh, would we'll certainly get your money's worth. Now we appreciate everybody. If you haven't liked or subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. Hit that notifications. We'll be back Friday for a for a recruiting show, well, a lengthy recruiting show, and we'll be back Sunday for the call in show. Appreciate everybody, man, for Keith or Zach in the back. I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Y'all stay out of the left lane. See you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky?